Have you experienced a wave of sleepiness in the evening and that if you don't catch that wave, you will struggle for the rest of the night? Maybe it's been this all or nothing phenomenon whereby if you fall asleep before a certain clock time, you're good. But if you're awake after that clock time, you will hardly get a wink. If so, I'm so glad that you're here because this is exactly what we're going to talk about today. This is the surfer's window, a very common phenomenon. And when we understand it, things get so much easier for us. So again, glad that you're here. And um, I know I've said this a lot lately, but this is again one of those topics where I'm like, I, I can't believe we don't have a specific video on this. But somebody asked me uh, about this recently. So I thought this is the time to do that surfer's window video. So uh, why are we doing this? Well, it, this is a very common question I get, something like this. Hey, Daniel, like if I don't fall asleep before 11 p.m., it's over. I'm up all night. Something like that is, is uh, you know, an observation that I hear of a lot, so much that we have a term for this. It's called the surfer's window. And uh, we're going to talk about two. We're just going to break this class into two um, sections, if you will. We're going to talk about why it happens. And then uh, we're going to go from there to how it stops happening. So let's spend time on why it happens. And to to understand this, we need to do a little bit of a review of kind of the basics. We're going to review sleep physiology, and we're going to talk about the gas and brake model. Uh, and so what is this whole thing about the gas and brake model? Well, sleep actually is quite easy to understand. Think about a car. Think about a car that has a gas pedal that makes the car go move forward and a brake pedal that you know stops the car. <clears throat> Same thing with sleep. There's only one thing in this whole universe that produces you know, uh, gas, if you will, in our sleep system. And, and gas is sleep drive. It's basically how much our body needs to sleep or wants to sleep at any given moment. That's the gas in our sleep system. That's the only thing that can make us asleep. It's the gas and that's sleep drive. Now, for safety reasons, we also have a break in the sleep system. We don't want to fall asleep when, you know, the fire alarm is going off. That, that's, that's not safe. So we have a break in the sleep system, and that is hyperarousal, this heightened state of alertness, vigilance that can come from anxiety, from fear, but also from excitement. So that is it. That's the only two things that really matter when it comes to sleep. If we, are, if we have sleep drive and we are also hyperaroused, which is a very common, typical insomnia uh, scenario. Sleep, sleep will happen because there's sleep drive, but we're also hyper aroused. So it'll be this choppy, fitful, hyper sleep. We're not sure if we slept or not, right? If we have, let's say, no sleep drive and, and no hyper arousal, we'll just be resting. You know, we'll, sleep will not happen, but we won't bother us either. We will be in a sort of peace, peace, peaceful state of mind because there's no hyper arousal. And then we have this scenario where we do have, uh, you know, no sleep drive, but we are hyperaroused. We're not sleepy, but we're trying to sleep, desperate trying to sleep. This is going to be very unpleasant. And then we have, you know, what we what we all want, which is like we have sleep drive, so sleep happens. There's no hyperarousal blocking it. Peaceful sleep happens. But th this is this is sleep. This is the really the only things that matter. And this is why you know it's so easy for us to say that you know you know if you eat bananas or if you exercise or if you take this medication or what happened ten years ago, none of that matters. Like gas and break. Is, it explains every single phenomenon. Now, with that said, now that you understand the gas and brake model, you know, gas is sleep drive, brake is hyperarousal. And, and oh, yeah, I need to add one more thing about the gas there is that there's only one thing in the universe that produces that sleep drive, and that is wakefulness. Just like the only thing that really makes us hungry is not eating. 
fasting builds up hunger. Same thing with the sleep system, that being awake, wakefulness builds up sleep drive. It's the only thing that does that. Nothing else builds sleep drive. So with this in mind, understanding this, we're going to ask ourselves this question. Can some somehow a gas, a sudden gas withdrawal, create the sudden disappearance of sleepiness that a lot of people experience around a certain clock time? Can it be that somehow that sleep drive, that need for sleep just goes away? The answer to that is no. It is it, 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 not at all, actually. If anything, the longer we are awake, the more sleep drive we have. So there, it just doesn't make any sense that suddenly we would just you know, not have sleep drive anymore. That's not the, the reason we have this, this, this surface window phenomenon. So uh, the follow question then becomes, okay, so if it's not the gas, what about the break? Can a break increase, uh, create a sudden disappearance of sleepiness? And the answer there is absolutely, yes, it can. And, you know, again, this is part of the, the reason we have a safety break. If you're just about to first fall asleep and you remember like, oh, I, I forgot the oven on, then, there needs to be hyperarousal that, that, you know, dissipates that sleepiness. We're suddenly alert, right? So that can very, very well happen. That's, you know, that's built into the system. So yes, definitely can happen. But now, now comes the more trickier question, which is like, okay, I understand that this can happen, but why would that, why would I suddenly have like the hyperarousal? Why would the break kick in at a given clock time, at a seemingly random clock time? Why would that happen? So here's, here's uh, you know, something that I think can be really helpful to understand. And it is that this happens because we somehow have ascribed meaning to a given clock time. That clock time has started to, to, to have some, you know, have meaning to it again. So to, to expand on that, I'd say this, that before the clock time, let's just say that it is 11, 11 p.m. Somebody says, like, if I fall asleep before 11, I'm good. If I fall asleep or if I'm awake after 11, you know, I have a hard time falling asleep. But then 11 is kind of this special clock time. So before that clock time, before 11 p.m. for this person, the pressure to sleep is actually low because they, they're like thinking they're, they're, the thought pattern becomes like, oh, I got plenty of time to sleep. It's not even close to 11 which actually equals, it's okay if I don't sleep now. You know, there's no pressure. It's okay if I'm not sleeping that right now. And sleep happens when we aren't trying to sleep. So when we're when in our mind, my mind says like, it's okay if I'm awake now, then there's no pressure and sleep happens easier. And this is before that special clock time. Now, close to the clock time, however, the pressure to sleep actually starts to increase. Now the thought process becomes, the thoughts become, oh my gosh, I don't have that much time left. This equals like performance anxiety. Now it seems like, okay, I got to sleep now or, 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 or I'm going to go past that, that, uh, that time. And then the hyperarousal increases because hyperarousal can come from an anxiety, anxiety and the sleepiness can start to fade now that we're close to the clock time. Now, after the clock time, the pressure to sleep is really, high. It is very, very high now because the thought process now is something like this. Oh my goodness, my chances of getting even a little wink of sleep is they're minimal now after this clock time. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And now it's like the fact that we're awake now, uh, it, it's not okay. It, it's not okay to not sleep now. And now sleep is then therefore much less likely to happen because now we're going to be really trying desperately to kind of fight against the fact that it's past 11 p.m. and we're kind of desperately going to try to sleep and that is going to keep us awake. 
So with this said, now we have actually the full explanation for this. And, uh, you know, um, in including the fact that, like, if we fall asleep before a certain clock time, we, we sleep well the rest of the night too, because if we wake up, it's the same same type of ideas. Like, oh, I woke, oh, I woke up, but it's okay. I fell asleep before 11 and I know I'm going to, you know, not have any struggle. It's, it, it's all okay. Like, you know, we have that sort of reassurance from how we interpret things that keeps us sleeping well. Now, with this, with this in mind, we, of course, want to know, like, okay, I understand kind of how this uh, surface window happens. I understand it. But how, you know, where do I go from, from here? How does it stop happening? Well, firstly, and I know a lot of you have heard me say this so many times, but I believe it's so true, just automatically when we understand things, that in itself is so helpful. Because when we have this idea that there's something strange happening in my brain, like I have this specific clock time, I have to fall asleep before it, or, or I don't sleep. When we, when we think something mysterious and strange is going on, we think something's wrong with us that automatically puts us in this kind of hyper hyper state and just understanding we can go like oh there's nothing strange you know millions of people experienced this before nothing wrong with me you know understand what this happens that automatically leads to uh things getting so much easier to us so that's kind of first and uh, first uh, first thing i want to share there but there's a, a thing here that i want to point to and, and it is the following i said just you know a minute ago that after clock time pressure to sleep is high and it is so not because it automatically becomes high but because of our thought process around it if we think like oh my gosh my chances of getting a little sleep now are minimal what can i do i gotta do something then the pressure is going to be high but again remember the pressure does actually not automatically increase after a certain clock time it could in fact do the opposite it's our thoughts around it that that matters so it could actually do the opposite if if our thought process was something like this like Oh, dang, I missed the wave. Now I won't sleep much. That's not what I want. That sucks. But I'm in no danger. I can do something to make it more okay. This can be acceptable. Then there's actually less pressure. When we have sort of accepted that we, oh, we missed the wave. That's okay. Not much Not much I can do about that at this point. Then there's actually less pressure. And that leads to peaceful sleep because we're not going to be trying, you know? So again, it's, it's not... The clock time, again, it doesn't matter. It's like a thoughts around it that matter. So in, in one way, going beyond that, uh, you know, the, 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 the clock time and, and you know, not interpreting it as anything special, that can actually be really, really helpful and lead us to where we want to be. And then finally, the two things here is like, you know, the, the wave of sleepiness, it quote unquote disappears because we are trying to catch it, right? The wave disappears because we're trying to catch it sometimes, right? And this also leads us to see how, you know, we're never gonna miss a wave anymore because when we no longer try to catch a wave, that we no longer miss the wave. Because there's, you know, we're not gonna try to catch it, we're not gonna miss it. So uh, that, that concludes our teaching here on the surface window. If this sounded familiar to you, please let us know in the comment section. And overall, if you find that what we teach here is leading you to where you want to be, a place of peaceful sleep and peace of mind, that's wonderful. And, and again, let us know. If on the other hand, things are not so easy, you're struggling, you're not really seeing how the, you know, how the piece of the puzzle fit, you're not feeling like yourself, you would like uh, to use you know, our, our, uh, our teaching to arrive where you want to be, then please uh, head over to thesleepcoachschool.com.
together coaching options. And if you decide to join uh, any of our programs, then we look forward to seeing you on the other side. That said, I'll conclude here and uh, look forward to seeing you back real soon. Bye for now.